0: hello everyone it's friday get your beers are you down the park watching this on your phone good for you i'm stuck here but if you are stuck in your office we're going to talk about some cool stuff will be revealed 28 seconds Ooh, i'm in a new fancy office today In seconds we'll go live can't put my stuff away then professional here we go hello everyone and thank you for tuning into this live stream special i know it's a sunny day but if you persevered and stuck and i don't know put this in your calendar To tune in, I really appreciate it because this one's gonna be an interesting one. I'm in central London, but I'm joined here today by an awesome architecture practice in the east of London. Now, they do other things as well than just architecture sounds bizarre sounds crazy right but it's true you might have had a coffee or a bagel in their cafe and as well as that they're designing their own buildings and all this super stuff that i find really interesting without further ado may i introduce the awesome mark from common ground workshop (laughs) how are you mark
1: very well thanks
0: yeah thank you for tuning in now Mark I can see you in the background there I can see stuff happening I can see drawings being clicked away and all this cool stuff but for anyone that's not met you Mark tell me a little bit about who you are and what Common Ground Workshop is so Common Ground Workshop just
1: practice opening in 2014 and with the desire to run a commercial business alongside it started their practice at Metmore Studios back in London field Started working with alongside some friends, because everyone I was there from Collective Works. And yeah, just at the time, I was looking for commercial premises to open a cafe and then a design studio from the cafe. Managed to find uh, a great space in Bethel Green, just on old Bethel Green Road, which I got leased for in August of 2014. And then I wanted to set up architects working in a space and, and then have a, a just a standard like community cafe, front of house, but with a studio operation within it. I spoke to Kazem and Alistair about that and they were really keen on the idea. So once the, once I fitted out the cafe, they came and joined me as to two practices sitting in a space which we trialled. It was fine for the time, but distracting as well because we are working at a long table in the middle, people kind of chatting and eating and we're obviously doing work. So it was good. It was like an experiment to see how you could practice in a community setting, a, a kind of commercial public offering. And yeah, I think we, there were a few years where we did like a London festival of architecture, kind of barbecue. We had an open studio and I was lucky because getting the cafe space, I didn't know that there was a muse yard behind that had like loads of architects. We had, we met Russian for fish and we met BPR and open practice architecture. There was Charles Holland and Sally Ward. Loads of amazing practices, just flanking DKCM was still here. Graham Williamson, yeah, the list goes on. So we are very lucky. We came and opened a cafe flanking a lot of architectural practices. So we are able to ho- host a few LFA events across a few years. And and so therefore, like the cafe uh was seen as a bit more of an incubator, having yeah. us working, having people come in and have meetings and create like a bit of a creative buzz. But, but the cafe is called the Common E2, and we are Common Ground Workshop. So we wanted to keep the theme of Common, and it's something that I was very passionate about when I opened Common Ground Workshop, that it was a practice that was about people, about our clients rather than about us, per se. Yeah, so just flip it around a bit. Yeah, Amazing. Since nine years in, and we as architects use the space as our front of house. We work there. We also have a dedicated space in Durham Yard, which is the space you can see behind. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. I love it. Now, there are a lot of important questions I have, including, do I get a discount in the staff, in in, in your beautiful cafe after the live stream? But you don't need to answer that right now. It's It's free. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Let's see how this goes. If you're fed up by the end, who knows? Maybe you you won't let me in, but I promise I'll be kind because the stuff is really cool. Now, I'm just wondering, and listen, anyone in the audience, if you want to Ask a question on the live stream, you can. But what I'm interested in, Mark, is that architecture practices is, is it's a lot there, isn't it? Even just working on amazing projects is is a lot. But I love that you've been entrepreneurial, and I love that you set this up. Can you tell me was did the cafe come after the few yep. of the projects along your journey? Do you want to just walk me through a little bit yeah. of how that came about? So I when I started Common Ground Workshop, I had a few. Kind of residual projects from an old company I
1: was working with, and and then won a few jobs along the way. It's funny because I was busy on those projects, but I'd always wanted to have a cafe. Like I'm from Melbourne, and I, when I was studying architecture in Brisbane, I had a, a lecturer who really promoted the point that as architects, we we should do more. We can do more than just work specifically on buildings and spaces in between. Like it's about looking at how your creative kind of ability both technical creative kind of education can filter into other means but a lecture of mine inspired me on to do this a long time ago say 2000 2001 i think and we're always talking about hybrid businesses there was an example practice in melbourne called six degrees that had a very lovely ground floor community cafe in in the city and how to practice it upstairs so it's not an original idea but i really wanted to work on that model yeah, i was working on projects and then i when i got the lease, and i had to dive straight in and we did a bit of co-design with with collective works they really helped rationalize and work on the, the kind of space planning of the cafe and big ups to Alistair and kazama for giving us their time but yeah we did the fit out and commissioned a, a great designer industrial designer who designed a long table the main table in the middle before we built that sliding screen that you can see on the side. That was like a 5.5 metre long table on two legs. There's a bit of bridge engineering that Snell of WorkSmith did for us. So yeah, it was like our like point of difference from other cafes, but there is an image that you will, in the image bank from Rory Gardner, um, um, where you will, I should have put this in order so sorry no
0: don't worry it this is more of a me thing but my listeners and viewers are used to my chaotic yeah. madness <laughs> so the we'll just but go through can, it manually
1: if you scroll down i can point it out but you'll see like collective works working in the background you'll see how the cafe was in 20 this one's
0: cool though i love yeah, your attention is, to detail
1: this is, this is jack snell again so we brought him back to build the screen can mm-hmm. carry on down a bit more
0: going further here we go Developing. we're getting there we're getting there. Look at this quick room, though. Look at this it's bad boy.
1: Space. We'll talk about that later.
0: Okay, so I'll come we'll go. back. Go um, on. So I think...
1: These are already if so, so You go down a bit more. So these, this is the cafe. And it's, uh, oh, cool. So if you see that image there, you, you'll see So these yellow chairs. or kind of five workspace desks. And then a very long table in the middle. But Ooh. You can see it... The idea and then the reality, once the cafe got busier and when we started opening up for brunch in the weekends, then you, you, the studio space, just, it doesn't really work as well. And you have to then make amendments and change things. And, and then you work on confidential projects and you can't really be in a public space to do that. So there are some, I've learned loads of lessons in the, in, in the last nine years, but that's our front of house, which looks similar to that now and not much change, but it was really the workspace component. Beautiful. We've
0: evolved. I love him
1: It's a good. It's a good space, and it's it, we've kept it as a community asset. We're in Tower helmet so we've, we're suffering a little bit because we're not. We can't price our product as much as what our competitors do, but because it is a, an area where we really do want local community to come and see that we're charging a, a fair price. So yeah, that's another story. But yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: well, I can see it. Yeah, I think that. from £2.70 for a not flat no, no. white is incredible.
1: Twenty fifteen prices, mate. Sorry, that's, that's yeah, not to know.
0: <laughs> no, come on, but it's still good. But what a beautiful but, space. And- the
1: shop there, so you'll see, like, before the sliding screen went in, it's like we've got a workspace component. And, and it was great. For, it lasted for two years in that iteration because, yeah, but we found that, like, over time, you can't really, if you want to come in to work on a Saturday and it's open for lunch, it doesn't exactly work that way. But we use the rear space now as our meeting space at a point which we can go and work when we get busier. Also, we've got shelving, marketing material. So it's a great place to meet clients. So that space that you see there now is our studio set up. But it's, all, ah. it's open to, the public, to come in and have brunch in the weekends and stuff. Oh, so,
0: wow. Yeah. It's really cool, and thanks for showing that. It's really interesting now. So the architecture practice is there. Hang on, I'll bring it back to me and you rather than my chaotic idea for a sec. We'll go back in a second. But so you've got the architecture practice, you've got the cafe and then yes. there were some cool projects in between but yes. let's talk quickly about the projects because yes. while I was flicking through my chaotic yes. list I was seeing some beautiful residential yes. projects and all this stuff as well. Yes. Do you want to give us a flavour Mark of the kind yes. of thing that Common Ground Workshop has done so, over the years and you do now?
1: So is it the resident project that you have the images for this yeah thing. i'll
0: bring it i'll bring it back i'll bring it back now we'll get there you will just have to awesome. drive me
1: it sounded like a cheesy, cheesy prop but that was just. do i talk about them <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you could talk about whatever you want but maybe you can showcase i've got a few projects here we'll just jump straight in yeah, so you've got this else. beautiful aesthetic yeah, so go on this
1: is a so what we did is common ground workshop we Earlier in 2017, we took on a commission from an independent client, previously finished a house, a detached standalone house in, in, in Campbell, which I that was one of my first commissions in starting Common Grail Workshop in 2014. But we finished the build in 2017, and then I picked up this beautiful warehouse site just around the corner on Cottage Green. And we achieved planning to convert a two-storey warehouse into a three-storey house. And uh, we went for pre out was a great report from the the case officer, because we don't demonstrate a good design acumen in the area. So he w- wasn't really willing to allow us planning on such a small curtilage to go three levels. But to cut a long story short, we started construction in 2019 and then the client got ill and after COVID just decided to sell the site. So my business partner, Jack Panel and I decided we would collaborate, put our funds together, and set up a development company, which would therefore acquire the property and build it out. As per the planning permissions, we achieved. We had two permissions going, one in 2019, which asked for more area. And essentially, yeah, we built it to flip within the process and now, just of getting to that end point. But the building's finished. Uh, we learned a lot along the way because we worked with a builder who let us co manage. So, in order to save a lot of money and margins and builders' margins, we handle all the material for external cladding, doors and windows, all the heating and hot water tech, so the air source heat pump and the underfloor heating. And yeah, so the majority of the bill, we sourced the material, organised it, had it delivered to site. And, and so therefore I've acted as developer and the architecture practice is the architect. And yeah, so this is Commonwealth Development's first project, which we were nominated for the AJ Small Projects, Small Projects Award for this year. And we also have a feature in the open house weekend in september through open city so we're really pleased that it's gained a bit of traction but it's a small it's a small site 60 62 square meters wow. super tiny over three story it's great for a, a couple and it's a freehold detached house so we sell the freehold and it's a great entry house for a young couple in a great wow. area as well. yeah
0: um, can I, I think, just say that is the coolest bathroom I've ever yeah, seen so for right. a long time. to
1: across the corner window. So now that's frosted because that looks straight into the neighbor's living room, clearly. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you go down a few images, you'll see the warehouse itself. So, that yeah, that's the front elevation there. Oh, wow. See, oh, beautiful. The warehouse is as existing or the sliding doors, we just lightly refurbished them, but repainted them in the same color. And we've applied text to the... Like signage to the shutters, so we've given the building the name Lloyd Ice House, and that's because of the the client. The original brief was that the house was going to be for their late son's foundation, the Lloyd I- Ice Foundation.
0: Yeah. It
1: was going to be a house that would house young young kids, young adults who come to London, and that would have their rent subsidised by Charlie and Val, my my clients, and Lloyd Ice's mom and dad. When they sold the project to us, we said, look, it will be on the proviso that your son will have full. It will. Full dedication to, to to Lloyd. So, we applied to Southwark Council to get the name and numbering authorized, and we made sure that the house is now officially like Lloyd Ice House. The buyers are also under a strict kind of covenant that they must never change the name and so on and so forth. Yeah. Wow. So house, and we're very proud of that, and proud to give Italian about a bit of a physical mark now for their yeah for their the son see so yeah, it. Kind of yeah. That was yeah. yeah.
0: What a lovely project. So clearly, you know what you're doing when it comes to these projects and you've got the beautiful yeah. cafe. Yeah, so no, what, thank you very much. Where did this like inspiration come from? Because you mentioned before you fancied it, but there might be a lot of architects out there that think, Mark, I'm going to be really honest with you, isn't it? It's for a full-time job just doing the architecture. Yeah. Do you think sometimes there's like massive positives to having such a diverse portfolio of different businesses and sometimes are there some challenges with that yeah, comes along with 100%. it, Mark. So I, I didn't
1: I this is like kind of I know how bar like very to, to the as, as honest as I, I can be on this one. The cafe business is difficult. Like it's it, the hospitality industry is something I was never familiar with coming into it. And no one told me that I'd be hiring so many people over nine years. I'm up to employee number eighty nine. My
0: goodness. Year
1: 15 because it's, it's a very demanding job like it's not i worked in it for two years and i still work in it i still when we're busy i go downstairs and because the cafe is just across the courtyard so i'm there within a minute and i help them i sweep the floors mop the floors still so you a stock count i'm learning how to make coffee so i had one member of the team just forget to come to work one morning and i was like okay so i really need to know how to make coffee to open the <laughs>
0: one
1: of my one of my cl- one of my customers is a very well-known architect around the corner and i was very Embarrassed because I was because the barista called me saying, like, No you way. Are, and, I, and I swore really loud on the street. <laughs> and this architect just kept quiet it was like, I'm so sorry. Like, this is not my normal morning. But it's the stress of like when you're the sole proprietor, it's your neck on the line when you don't open or when you, if there is a complaint to one star of you. You know, one time we had uh, the juice that we buy through our juice supplier, they gave us something that was off and it caused us something pain in one customer that customer turned out to become a really good friend because he emailed me to say, oh by the way we've had some fizzy juice from your cafe so he could have gone to town on google but he emailed me which is really lovely and it's a tough gig i would say that to anyone that wants to kind of branch out and have multiple businesses what's made common ground workshop work is that we've got an amazing team That i've also got the the buy-in of like of the team of jack and kareen and it's like i could step away for a week and this place will run smoothly panel is in you know, the world but like, the guys in marketing amazing at everything that i'm not currently great designers great marketing great and everything without them like obviously i couldn't ugh, hold these down so it's really about the team and when the cafe works well it's because you've got a manager and a head chef the two department heads that are really dedicated passionate they love what they do and as an owner i would give all creative control never constrain any of the guys the team to do what i want it's not a menu that i saw in melbourne that i want everyone to roll out and have kept that yeah across nine years like every chef has given us given me what or the, the common their own flavor and we let that evolve but when that doesn't happen and at the moment like say it's hard to get really skilled labor and unfortunately the hospitality gig is everyone thinks it's just so vocational but it for me it's as professional as an architecture yeah. a chef has like very specific parameters to work with they've got costings and they've got there's health and hygiene making sure that all food is dated everything's used there's no wastage it's just a remarkable amount of parameters they've got to they've got to work within and same with the head barista There's you've got the client your client facing every moment of the day and yeah. you can be as nice as you can to a customer and if they don't like you or they don't appreciate that they've waited an extra five minutes for a copy they'll bad review you it's really demanding and, uh, and it's tiring when you listen and you hear the complaints and not that we get that many of them we've got good people <laughs> reviews standing but it's, it's tough yeah so if you were to have multiple businesses having partnerships or alliances with people who are invested or as we say ha- have skin in the game they've got money on the table it's theirs as much as it is yours then I yeah. think this can work yeah. the best restaurants but- I believe are like restaurants that the owner there are two or, two or three owners and they work in the business one is like leading the kitchen the others leading the bar and others leading finance so yeah
0: interesting like, it's very interesting and listen I commend that you on that my goodness so you have to sometimes find architects you sometimes you have to find baristas and that's quite a, a wide range yeah. but like you said maybe yeah. before we move on what's the bit that you enjoy about the cafe then is it that social aspect
1: uh, yeah I've met Stephen like since 2015, I've met so many amazing people, and my customers are great. The customers—I've still got customers that have been coming to, to to us since we opened. I've met some great friends through the cafe architects that are now really good, close friends of mine as well. Yeah, I think there's, yeah, there's something nice about like I spend my Saturday in the cafe, and when it starts filling up on a Saturday morning, it's you've done something right when people either call you to get a res- reservation, which we don't take reservations, but There is a a real joy in that that there's something that you created i think in my little review there is like these three concepts and it is very much like designing a building you've got the kind of concept and you've got the design and planning and then you've got the realization and and the realization is that your your space can be busy on a saturday morning then it validates the concept and your delivery and that how you procure everything with your team is working so yeah there's a lot of joy in it it's just another full-time job but yeah
0: you've got two full-time jobs you might yeah. have free because yeah. you, we t- you touched a bit earlier upon innovative ways of of projects and i understand that you were effectively your own developer your own client in one building now just before yeah. you tell me the highs and lows of that mark i've known an architecture practice before that's done that and mm-hmm. he said to me he would never do it again because he was literally sweeping the floor trying to get yeah. the builders in with that extra level because when you're the project architect the client, everything yeah. else, yeah. it falls on you. Mark, what's yeah. your experience, Mark, acting as the great. developer?
1: So based- we were really lucky. Uh, so we've had, we have had a great builder, and I'll give full credit to two good constructions. They were amazing. They, they worked with us to make sure that the contract sum wasn't like, because what we did is when we, that was the Cottage Green project, which the images we showed you, but when we were about to exchange and complete on the acquisition, we made sure that, we had our contract sum. That was something Jack was very focused on. That our contract sum was enough, like to a point that we would be able to flip it with the profit. We spoke to a number of agents, local agents in the time to, to get a flavor of what the kind of sale price would be. Obviously, yeah. this was all be- before there was a war uh, announced and also before the mortgage markets took a bit of a tumble in September. But we had a great builder, so it wasn't so big a stress working with the building company, I think. They were amazing. The delivery, like we, we were looking at an October, November finish, and we finished in January, late January. And that, for me, with such a complicated site, it was such a small site that you're fitting a whole building within. It was only like thirty-six square meter site, and the envelope of the building was a little bit eight square meter courtyard. So there wasn't much movement to fit materials into the Tetris of how do you demolish mm. and build and only work within the envelope that you've got. I think the biggest challenge was just thereafter. It was the sale. It's it's looking to sell it whilst you're under construction. There was a, a finance model that wasn't particularly reliable for us because it meant that we had to have a, the building valued every time we ran out of funds. And then the valuer would, he was like, the Bible. he said it was worth like 200,000 and you only get a percentage of the uplift from the starting position. And that's not a really clever way of getting a building no. complete. We had financing issues. Where, and this I've learned like an absolute ton, but we had to look at other streams of financing just to get the builds to a point where the valuer could say, it gives it a value where you get enough uplift to keep the building going. So from more of a finance perspective, and then looking at the exit strategy, ex- exit loans and tying that in with getting the sales, And then also looking at how the mortgage markets were affecting sales and how sales would fall through very easily. So you get a sale, but it would be under offer for a week and then it would fall through, yeah, so we, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just difficult time, but I
0: would do it again. I would do it again though. It's I, I love your energy and enthusiasm. So we're finding a barista because we're short on Monday, then we're doing the development you're really handling it all, Mark. I I, I love it. Yeah.
1: No, but again, it's about having a good team. Like the finding the barista thing, I have a manager to do that. If there's a failure there and I have to do it, then it is problematic. But but yeah, no, it's knowing that you need to have an understanding of all parts to keep everything going. But yeah, it's fine. Again, it comes back to what I was taught back in 2000, 2001, where architecture is great as a profession, but we we are, we are have a very unique ability to be both creative and to be technical. And I like it's the technical side but also that we should really be finance driven we should have a bit more and be a little bit more understanding that profit is everything and even the way we structure our business like to do a project but also that at the end of it when everything is paid that there is profit because then that's the lubrication for progress and forward movements yeah you see everything that way but the cafe is a bit more there's money in money out every day so you can start to manage it and tabulate and get the structure going so that you can see you can also call out when you're losing money so you can then make adjustments before it before you do go bust so you can make yeah. changes to you and, stuff and all
0: that stuff yeah fair enough i'm impressed and i think that for anyone in our audience here who's been thinking about this stuff mark you got a treasure trove of insight here now yeah. i do want to talk a bit about in it in a second what the future is for you however while we were going through in my chaotic list yeah mark sent them very organized but i've disorganized them now now mark there was a cool little project and might be just quite a nice chilled out moment if you can tell me all about this little Um, one while i just click through so what's all this about then mark so what we did is
1: my partner is a curator and discussed this idea of having a contemporary art space oh cool um, and during 20 2020, much um, ripped up the pavement to, to this low traffic network thing. So old Bethel Green Road was closed down and they built cycle lanes and nice kind of parks and stuff. green space. But in the process, they ripped up a little bit of the ceiling, which is the kind of there's one side of it, this gallery space, which started like letting in a lot of water. And no one would obviously take ownership on that. So what we did is I have a, an amazing electrician, Friend, contact Sam Stride, and we, he came up with an idea. We just build a box in a box and waterproof the ceiling of the gallery. Wow. I said to him, help me build a gallery. And, and yeah, so over, over the, we were in lockdown, so it was around December 2020 to January 2021, we built a gallery space, which now is called Commonage Projects. It's a project space gallery, and it's, wow. it's every six weeks we've got another show opening up next Friday, the 23rd. But it is a, yeah, it's Seamus reaches out to loads of his contacts. There's a lot. We have, he has a big database of people wanting to exhibit here, but it's a one person show. And some of the works are for sale, like that piece sold for about 12K. So this is a artist named Cyan and really amazing works, all hand embroidered. But yeah, so some works are uh, sold very well and other pieces are more installation pieces. So the piece that you showed earlier, which has that, CPF looks like that was more of an installation where she changed the lighting character and created more of a, a kind of like an experience with, within the space. The space is super super tiny, it's like one not even a quarter of the basement, it's yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah, maybe one sixth of the basement width wow. and depth. Yeah, it's so, amazing. Yeah, so it's just at the bottom of the stairs. You come into the cafe, turn the corner. It's open all the time. Those sh- shows will be promoted through Instagram and on our through flyers on our window. But yeah, it's it's a good little that's the piece there. So that obviously wow. piece is sale, but it's more of a... Tammy is the artist and it was about the experience. You walk into a bit of a sound tunnel there and there's some sound coming out of that tube. So yeah, quite nice. It just adds another like dimension to the common because... The common was always going to be a bit of a creative cafe space where people come in and can work and they can eat good food and coffee and having a studio component and the gallery component started to make a bit more sense so i love it
0: how, yeah i love it it's like the crystal maze isn't it You go for <laughs> a way. yeah exactly. you get transported into the aztec yeah. world amazing <laughs> Well, um, it shows to me how innovative you can be with the smallest spaces yeah, space, yeah. and again i think that's the classic case of how as an architect you can view things differently yeah, rather definitely. than just being yeah. like a little hole in the ground you're like we'll make it a beautiful sure. little space that yeah, the yeah. community can jump into as well yeah, and
1: what's great is bethel green is a real melting pot steven yeah as i said the people i met through the common I just a little anecdote like i met this guy and he, he came in while we were building, and uh, building a long table. I was there every day with Jack Snell and Co, who was the builder who did my basement. But met this guy, his name's Marcus Lyle, and he's promoted himself as an architect, great. And then through the summer of 2015, he's coming in more and more with more and more people. And I'm like, oh. I meet his business partner, Adam Smith. I'm like, so what's what's what do you guys do? Like, how do you now have 12 people, 15 people? Now you've got 20 people. And they were supporting us every day, buying loads of lunch and stuff. And so we're working. we're working on the Chemical Brothers visual show. Wow. for Green. I'm like, obviously, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. How does this happen? Is We've known Tom and Ed since we were young, and we do all of their visuals. And like, you're joking. So that all comes out of your studio in Bethlehem Green, and there, there you go. So, yeah. And then I said, oh, can you bring one of them for a meeting? So they didn't announce it, but they brought Tom, Tom Rawlins over for a meeting. So clearly you can't make a big deal about it. But it's kind of nice. Like So we've had great people who work in the area there's loads of like creative people and then you've got it's always been filmed sometimes you get like famous people like we had joan collins come in for lunch twice with her entourage and you can't say anything no no tweeting about it full nba's but it's nice because she did a a scene on ken Roberts street so yeah yeah, the cafe's in a real buzz of creativity it's really exciting and there's a great community of people who've grown up here and and they've got great stories so we want to the cafe needs to not needs to be it's very much about we don't want to be seen as like that typical hipster plywood benches filament bowls which it does look like that but it we're trying to make it very much more community focused and we and i'm really glad that we do get a good slice of the people who grew up in Bethlehem green coming to us as well so yeah yeah it's great
0: um, yeah. it's it's super exciting now i did say i'll talk about the future and i will yep. However, yeah. I just want to quickly touch upon because in the background you've got your you mentioned you got a cool team and they're really smart yeah. and that's a clever thing isn't it because yeah. I'm a yeah. business owner as well. You want to surround yourself by people yeah. who are talented and yeah. often better than me at certain things. But tell me yeah, about yeah. yourself in the practice now yeah. Mark. What's it like to work in your studio? Mm-hmm. What kind of projects you work on? What like what's a typical day for you for your team there? Yes. Um, as long as they don't get pulled in the cafe. What's a typical yeah, architecture? Yeah, I
1: get pulled in a lot and that's quite, it's not great because I'm not giving 100% of my time here. I'm trying to get the cafe like running on its own. So I've just done another hire, which is an ex-member of my team who I brought her back. And so hopefully with two great managers, we can get this thing moving without my intervention. But at the average day, like the practice works between commercial and residential work. We, we, do, we, we were very lucky that, in 2017-18, we got an opportunity to do an independent cafe in Royal Wharf and then that led us to oh, wow. a project manager for Ballymore and also uh, the marketing managers. Out of that little cafe and the work that Juan, my colleague, did in terms of design and great visuals, the project manager was really excited that he'd finally met an architectural practice taking on a small retail site in the Ballymore development. We actually were adhering to their rules and regulations on licenses to alter and agreements for lease we were very methodical about what we we're doing and they thought the visuals were great and no small practice was doing visuals for tenants so they brought us on board gave us some projects at embassy gardens which we've now delivered ones at cocktail bar and it's now i think it's like an american kind of food and cocktail bar at, at embassy and, and, and 10 health and fitness have got a pilates studio but that's snowball jack panel joined me Because we needed, I needed help. I was never going to be able to deliver this on my own. So now like the Ballymore, the work we do with Ballymore is really great. They're an amazing client. We've got great project management team. I've got an amazing client within Ballymore. and We're very grateful for that connection that's kept us busy. Yeah. And we've just completed a a, a project at London City Island, which is called Nebula. It's a pizza and cocktail bar. And there's three sites that will start construction at Good Luck Hope yeah and so it's great having the commercial element the practice still consults with independent clients on housing housing refurbishments and obviously there's the development which is now yielding some more inquiries on small space and site acquisitions and trying to do more front-end projects delivering full houses on small sites and navigating like planning planning control on that so Mm -hmm. yeah and but we will be happy to tackle any kind of any aspects like yeah we're as I said, yeah, right. pretty nimble, and yeah, there's a good degree of creativity here.
0: So yeah, it's great. I love it. I love it. And while some of our listeners mo- might be running their own practices, a lot of our listeners that I know are either part twos or recently qualified and stuff. Yeah. And maybe what would be cool is I'd love to hear your thoughts on because you probably, as the business owner, you see a lot of applications come in. Some amazing, yeah. some not as good as the amazing ones, and all that stuff. But I was just wondering what resonates towards you when you see an application or is there tips for anyone that you would give to them if they were to make an application to yourself or a similar kind of practice? What sticks out in your mind as things that people should do or maybe people should in a job application? It's
1: really funny that you said that we get role applications that are absolutely amazing. not. I think we've had applications even just recently where universities nearly finishing and We've had five applications come in that are just brilliant compared to where I was at there when I was in my final year of uni in 01, not really using a lot of 3D modelling software. And I, it's really difficult because as a small practice that we are, like we only, we're really working hard to increase our, the volume of projects so we can actually make another two hires because we feel that the team now everyone's elevating up and getting to that associate level bringing work in and yeah i think like at the moment i couldn't give any advice on how to make a cv work really well for
0: us because everyone's killing them
1: students are like yeah we've met quite a few even last year there were a few from the lsa for example that are very technically minded like construction detailing very well resolved like great ideas amazing visuals so yeah i Maybe my business part could be a bit more critical, but I don't know. I think that everything I see, I'm really impressed with. I think to, to, when you join a practice, you know, it, it, even like when, like Juan came to join me in 2017 as a barista, he came as actually funny. So he came to have a job as a barista and and my, my manager at the time said that his copy was really bad. But when I saw his, his CV, I was like, the visuals, the ability, like the drawing work was just insane. And then I brought him in just to do a few visuals for me and then you know, we've been together now since 2017 so it's wow. exactly just like surpassing my ability at that time when I finished uni so yeah really impressed there's a lot of students showing a lot of technical ability which is great and I think if you want to bring someone into a practice there's not really a lot of scope to be designing at the start but we'll need people met writing schedules and getting into a bit more of the nitty-gritty and I think there's a there's a confidence there yeah the team also jack and corinne also do some mentoring with is it the lsa guys or the lsa, LSA, you know, LSA. Oh, yes yeah, uh, central st Martins. Saint Martins. so it's kind of good because they're, they're also getting involved so much more in student education and we on the, the list with the lsa as well we want to be a bit more involved in university life so that we when we bring in students that they are really they've got the knowledge and that ready readiness to go and get go straight in so yeah it's pretty cool well,
0: um, There's, I love
1: it. There's a lot of talent in london I, weirdly i was in brisbane and doing a little bit of work last september in my mate's practice and he was struggling to get people to work for him and i'm like i'll send you some of the cvs across and you'd see the caliber of work that's coming out of london and he was just like
0: this is just blown away just wow. blown
1: away yeah so really yeah big ups to all the institutions out there doing great things with their students so,
0: yeah Oh, fair play, Mark. Well, yeah. I'm. No, I'm always... con- I've got you for a few more minutes here before no, you go. And, now, and anyone in the audience, this is the last chance to ask Mark something before before he goes back to either helping out in the in the restaurant <laughs> or the architectural <laughs> practice or <of> setting <laughs> up the new museum. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But Mark, I'm curious. What's in the future for you? Then, do you think you're going to keep doing more stuff? Are you happy with what you are, or yeah. do you see your architectural practice? going in a yep. particular way with the industry yep. going, tell me what yep. you'd like to,
1: obviously the commons are really important part of the, our business s- strategy because it is, it's that formal community link that we have. And we want to really harness that a bit more. So I think where I really like the commons to go is I'd really love to bring in someone who can either co-own it with me or share that responsibility. That's because I'm, I just need a bit more time to to be able to live and not be so stressed about it but uh, with the studio i think we've got some great clients and there's there seems to be a lot of work in the pipeline and down those two main streams At the commercial end there's a lot that we know we can move into so that's the next phase and with clients like Ballymore and then there are other developers we're talking to that we can really add value But I feel that like the cafe and development business have have given us like a very specific body of knowledge. And with the cafe, it's like there's operations knowledge. There's how do you start, how do you finance, how do you price, how do you arrange your whole business finance schedules and everything from designing kitchens and restaurants, the right equipment, extraction methodologies, et cetera. So I really want to have at least an arm of the practice that really does specialize and work with kitchen companies. and stuff on delivering high spec kitchens and that kind of thing and then the development um which i really think would be a great thing to to push forward but pending finding a site and obviously a site where you are fairly confident you'll get planning because they're, they're, we were very lucky stephen we had a client we got planning he didn't want to do the project so it was a no-brainer just to buy it off him and get the financing because we had a robust business plan at that point but the development company is very exciting, but probably has a lot greater risk. We'll have to map that one out very carefully. But again, there's so many schedules and so many like documents, and that we there's a, a knowledge base there that we really want to move forward as well. So there's a few strands, but that will come with more people come joining, bigger infrastructure, because yeah, as four people in a studio or four or five, we yeah you know, can't we'll do that. Just for people,
0: so yeah, yeah, good for you. I'm super impressed, and it's I think me. that it's absolutely it's an exciting time. I do think you've got your hands full, Mark, already, and in a mean and right. the nicest way. So I want no, I you do. to just have a breather, not right. get sucked into the restaurant. You're gonna wake up right. at night going double latte. Oh but
1: I, <laughs> sure I don't know how to make it properly so yeah until
0: I do I think you do enough but before you go Mark because I really appreciate being here yeah. maybe because no, I've been asking all the questions I always like to say is there anything you want to ask me at the moment at all yeah. anything I, I, that pops in your yeah,
1: brain I just want to commend you I think like when we met at a, an event at the ROBA I think you're really like this is a great platform and I'm sure you're going to get some amazing people speaking I, as I said i listened to the one Previously with LANSEC and oh, I just cool. think you yeah, know you've got the right—it's just like the right attitude. It's you kept me pretty chill because I'm not very good at doing any of this like face. Oh this, come on, you're yeah. fine. <laughs> well, well, My you- better than I am, but yeah, no, it's wow. cool. I'm feel very relaxed, and yeah, it's been a very nice opportunity yeah to talk about this. You're no, a gentleman, thank you. I, Mark.
0: Yes. Of course. Listen, I'll thank you for being here. And I'll be honest, Mark, I'm okay at talking. But if I was no. in your practice or I was no. definitely pouring those coffees and stuff, <laughs> I think I'd struggle. I think yeah. I think that your cafe would then become a loss leader. But listen, yeah. I really appreciate thank you being you. here, All right. Mark. Very lovely. Cheers. I thank really you. do. But what I was going to say, Mark, if you can yeah. just stay on the stage for Two, three minutes with me. I'm going to end the live stream now, but just a quick thank you for anyone that's tuned in or anyone that's watching the replay. I really appreciate it. And you can get in touch with Mark on their website. So on www.commongroundworkshop.co.uk, you can find Mark. You can find the whole team. And as Mark said, you can pop down the Bethel green, have a coffee. You might catch him in there one day. Be kind to him. Be kind, no, don't order anything difficult and technical yeah. because he's an architect yeah. first and foremost, yeah. but yeah. but you can catch him there. Thank you, Mark. Stay on the stage and thank you thank for you. tuning in and we'll see you in the audience soon. Take care, bye. Thank you. Bye.
1: Yes, thanks, David.